What's up and welcome to Ghetto Sports, sports talk with screen flavor. Yes, they brought out the sunshine. The Suns took game one. Chris Paul had a great game. Devin Booker, the same. They came out with aggression and they won. Giannis played. It was a shocker. It was a game time decision. He came out, he played in game one. He had 20 points, double-digit rebounds, but it wasn't enough. They have to find a way that all three of them, when they're on the court, meaning Giannis, Middleton, and Holiday, all have a good game. They had a decent game, but it wasn't a good game. Now you're in the finals. You have to have a great game each and every time that you're out there. Middleton and Holiday had to step their game up. Even with Giannis being back, he's not 100%. You still saw him grimacing a little bit. Not uh, that uh, one-two quick step that he normally does. You know, he, he was a little hesitant. So Middleton and Holiday must step it up. If they want to win this series. But we said. For the Suns. To win the series. They must. They must take game one. And that's what they did. They took game one. I think the other key to factor in this. Will be. Can they. Can they do that. On a consistent basis. I think Paul. Booker. Must consistently be within that 27, 28 to 35 point range each and every game. They cannot slow down because you know Middleton is up and down. If he has a bad game, the next game he's going to have a good game. So you expect in game two that he will have a good game. Same thing with Holiday. Lopez came out for a while and uh, let them in the first half with a couple three-pointers and a little bit uh, in the paint. But you know, when Lopez is taking too many three-pointers, that means you're taking them out of their game a little bit. You know, when he's down low, creating havoc for their team, that's his best. That's, his, uh, that's when the Milwaukee's at his best. And that's what they need to do. Milwaukee needs to have Lopez down low. Focus down low. And have Giannis in that mid-range. Not taking threes, but in that mid-range point. They had to, they had to crash the, the paint, I believe, to beat the Suns. Now, the Suns spread it out. They had an overall good game. Now, you got to re- remember, Paul jo- I mean, um... Chris Paul and Booker has the best mid-range game in basketball right now. You know, it's been a, la- a lost art taking that medium-range jump shot. And that's what Paul does all the time, take that middle-range jump shot. You know, then uh, Booker, he drives the middle, take that middle-range jump shot. Eden, he, he had 20 points, 
19 boards. He was a beast out there. And each time that he has a game like that, 20 and 10, 20 and 15, 20 and 18, they normally win. So they must keep up that good work. But this is only game one, people. Game one. And we say one of the keys for the Suns to, to win this series was to take game one. You know, that's one of that is one of Barkley's major regrets when he played against the Bulls when when the uh, Phoenix was last time in the championship. His team was not ready for game one. This time, the Suns was ready for game one. And they won. But remember, it's only game one. The Bucks has been in this uh, predicament before. They lost to um, the Nets. They was down 0-2 to the Nets. Came back at one and seven. They was down 0-1 to the Hawks and came back. They blew the Hawks out the second game. Then they went won that in six. So the Suns, you know, a little pressure's off of them because they took game one, but they must win game two also. They must hold court. In these finals. So they must take game. They took game one. They must take game two. And Booker and Paul must consistently be within that 27 to 30 point range. They cannot sleep. Giannis came back. And it was a great story. Then he came back. Showed flashes of his old self. But the other two guys wasn't there. And that's not going to happen in game two. You know, normally when Milton has a bad game, he has a good game in second time. And that's going to be Thursday. He's going to have a, a good game on Thursday. And, you know, he could shoot over Paul. He could shoot over Booker. Holiday must consistently drive to the basket, dish and dish the ball. He didn't do that. He had some flashes, but it wasn't consistent. So he must stay there. Game two is a must win for both teams. But if the Bucks go down 0-2, they're going home. And all their players play great in Milwaukee. So let's see what happens. Will the Suns continue their great play? Or will Giannis and the crew get better and play together since he hasn't played this is his first game in a week? Would he would he would he come back and have a better game too? Because you know usually Middleton has a better game too than he normally has when he has a poor game. So let's see what happens. Holiday only had 10 points. And when I'm saying a poor game for Middleton, he had 29 points, but he didn't have one of those quarters that he just took over. And normally, if he doesn't take something over in these playoffs, they normally don't win. So let's see what happens in game two.
Now, in other things going on in the world, training camps is going to open up in 14 days. We're about to have football again. 14 days, training camps will open up. That's going to be more of Dallas. I mean, yeah, Dallas and Pittsburgh. Because they play the Hall of Fame game. So, they'll be the first two teams to open up training camp. Then everybody else follows. Is your team ready? We're finally going to get some preseason games to see where everybody is at. All these new uh, players, these rookies, these trades, you're going to get some preseason action to see where does everything fall. And once again, everybody's going to be looking at Tampa to see if they're going to try to run it back. You know, Kansas City, they still got number one seed in the AFC. Who's going to challenge their, their crown? Everyone is saying the Bills, Cleveland. That's basically it. Now, some, some people sprinkle in um, Baltimore. They've been there the last couple of years. Some people say San Diego, since they improved, their quarterback play improved last year. Everyone want to see what happens in, uh, with the Colts. You know, everybody's looking at um, Miami with Tua. They're not going to be contenders, but they want to see what happens. Your major plays in the AFC will still be your Buffalo, your Kansas City, Cleveland, Baltimore. That's your first four teams. And you know, you have the uh, three uh, wild card teams. You know, everybody's looking at Pittsburgh where they bounced back from last year. Like I said, that's already told you about Miami. San Diego. And everybody want to see what Denver does if, like I said, if they get someone like Aaron Rodgers. But we're not going to talk about A-Rod right now. NFC. Everybody uh, looking at if Tampa Bay is going to run it back. What are they going to do? Are they going to really? Are they going to run it back? They brought all their team back. Are they ready? Everyone said the Rams. You know, with uh, bringing over Stafford, their their coach is on a hot seat. What's going to happen? Seattle, you know, they're going to be there. The Saints, we don't know what's going to happen with them because, uh, you know, Drew Brees is gone. They have a quarterback controversy themselves. You know, uh, who's going to be their starting quarterback? Dallas. Is Dallas going to be there? They always look good in May. June. They look good. But when it gets on paper, you know, on paper, they got a great offense. It's a defense 
going to improve. You know, out of all their picks in the draft, about seven of them was on the defensive side. Will Washington, with their defense, step up? Now, the Giants look like they, they improved on both sides of the ball. Will there be a difference? Minnesota is, is question mark. They don't know what's going on with Minnesota. They up and down. But everybody know who was the key thing that everybody's looking at from the uh, NFC from the offseason is Aaron Rodgers. Is he coming back? He's going to be traded. What's going to happen? Everyone thinks it's just a ploy by Aaron Rodgers because last year he was saying, well, there should not be no OTAs. It should be this and that. Football should be just training camp. He went down there to the uh, owners meeting last year and said that. And uh, not that many people remember that. So now, now since he's not in the OTAs, not into the mini camps, it's a big deal. But he said that last year, we shouldn't do this. And he didn't do it this year. So maybe it was just a ploy by Aaron Rodgers not to be in minicamp or or, or the um, OTAs. And he comes back for training camp. Say, ha ha, I just wanted some time off. Let's see what happens. And right now, we're talking about uh, teams that want to run it back. Look like in hockey. Tampa Bay Lightning is about to run it back. They... They up 3-1. Going back to Tampa for game four, for game five. It might be over with. I don't think uh, even if Canada wins, the Canadians win game five. They're not going to win, like I said, three in a row to beat Tampa. So this, this is going to be over in five or six games with Tampa Bay repeating as Stanley Cup champions. We said before, there has been a lot of um, talk about the Olympics, especially the women in the Olympics, especially black women in the Olympics. The swimming cap issue. They banned a swimming cap that will, that, that will fit most Natural hair, black women. It's, a, it's like a, it's like a bigger, uh, puffier cap. Was that a targeting issue for towards black women, or that was something that was never pre-written in the in the books that we never thought about? Then you had the young track star that was um, suspended because of marijuana. And she said it was her fault. She stepped up and said it was my fault. And she she took the high road. Let's leave it at that. But what do you think? Hit me up and let me know. I will talk to y'all later. Peace.